Do you want to gain an edge in your career as an employee, a leader, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or all of the above that can in turn increase your profits? Then stay tuned to part two of Career Thursday with organizational business consultant, Mr. Tallman Whitler. Welcome to Yala Life with Eurydice podcast. I am your host, Eurydice, a certified life skills coach. Each week, you'll hear enlightening and empowering strategies from a biblical perspective that propels you to take action in your daily lives while gaining insights and solutions for your adulting life. Thank you for sharing your time with me as you beam in the code. Hello, Beamers. With all of the uncertainty in the business world and job market today, it is imperative to have godly wisdom and proven strategies to maximize your potential that can increase your profits and position in any capacity. Stay tuned as you listen and learn these valuable techniques in part two from Mr. Tallman Whitler. If you missed part one, take a listen to the podcast scheduled on September 24th, where he explains the importance of being in your beneficial position to profit. Now, Beamers, enjoy the podcast. So, Mr. Whitler, would you explain the box to us again and how that benefits CEOs and entrepreneurs in leadership positions? Well, the box helps you identify and align your employee to your organizational objectives, and it in, it aligns your entire organization. Wow. If you and your if you and your subordinates, whoever those supervisors managers are, have the boxes all set up, you as the leader can request looking at those boxes and be able to see all the way down to whatever the manufacturing, where the output of your organization is. And you will be able to tell instantly whether they are addressing the key issues that you as the leader want addressed. Wow. So this puts you light years ahead of everybody else in whatever industry you're in, because you now have that instant view of your organization down any particular avenue inside your organization that you want. It wow. just it just puts you way ahead of everybody else. So this works across the board. So it could be nuclear energy. It fine. can be uh, a principal. Fine. It can be an insurance agency. It can be a car manufacturing company. Wow. It can be an IT solutions company. It can be any kind. This is standard basic things that you have to be able to do in order to survive in a competitive world. Okay. So tell me this, because a lot of our listeners, Mr. Whitler, are starting their own businesses, as we spoke about earlier, if they have a staff of five people and they have a social media business, would this be effective? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. How, else, how else do you know if you don't develop your employee, what, what do you believe is going to be or, or how do you know what the impact is going to be from the work that they do? You and don't. if you're in a social media company, yeah, if you're in a social media company, that impact is everything for your organization. 
Wow. Well, by having the box and going through it with the employee and evaluating them on it, then now you're light years ahead because you're you're moving faster down the road with your employees. And if change needs to happen, the process is there and you've already practiced it to be able to apply it to make that change quicker and adapt. Amazing. This also, only for our listeners, you, you know this, Mr. Whitler, this puts them ahead of the game in their industry. Okay, so Mr. Whitler, tell me, mm-hmm. would this system, name it the system again, what do you call it? Systematic Approach to Management or SAM for short. For SAM for short. Would this put our listeners who are entrepreneurial, who are CEOs from major corporations, who have a staff of five, would you say that this would put them ahead of the game in their industry? No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any difference what industry you're in. Okay. Um, in, in order to be effective, uh, in, in order for employees to be effective, they have to understand what it is that they're supposed to be doing and what the expectation is for the task that they do from you, the leader. Yes. And that gives you the opportunity then to establish the culture that you're looking for in those expectations. Yes. And then you, for an alignment purpose, then you identify what their, what their role is in the organization chart itself and how they're supposed to do it and what they become responsible for. And once you start evaluating this, the employee will figure it out and go, oh, this is my job. This is what I do. Right. And now they'll sooner or later they'll start operating on automatic. Yeah. Okay. I see but this that. is this understand this is for the basics of what you do. Now I'm going to give you this to send out to all of your folks oh, so wonderful. that they don't have to write this down. Wonderful, okay? wonderful. Our viewers, listeners, Mr. Whitler actually has an awesome gift to provide to you to help you establish your leadership role successfully to help your company, organization, or whatever industry you're in to progress successfully. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Whitler. Now, if well, you're you more than welcome. It, thank you. If you don't mind, would you please explain to our listeners how this can happen when in so many industries they expect employees to cross over into areas of expertise that they're not familiar with? Well, they can't do it. And that's the quickest way I know to disengage an employee, push them into an area that they have no training and no development. I see it all the time in all the consulting that I do. And when I see it, uh, it, well, A, it's pretty easy to identify. uh, And two, people seek me out just to complain about the organization and the way they do stuff. So that, that's, that will be the underlying culture that goes on inside the organization when you don't do this. Yes, which is the breakdown. And what that means is Go yeah, ahead. the productivity is down. Yes. The productivity goes down, employee engagement goes down, everything goes down except for your costs. Your costs will go up. Wow, I see that. And the costs go up because? Because employees aren't productive and they're not looking out for you. Mm. You... There, there, uh, you know, accountability and trust are a couple of different things. Accountability is the acceptance of responsibility. Yes. But trust, trust is consistent behavior applied over time. Mm-hmm. And so in order for that to work, who, yeah, I mean, think about the best bosses you've ever had and think about the worst bosses you've had. Woo! And my guess is the best boss that you've ever had was one that took the time 
to engage you and develop you for your the job that you were doing. That would be my guess. Mm -hmm. And this process is how that is done. Right. And there's a little chasm. Uh, this is directing. Uh, let me give you the four different management styles. Okay. There's directing, then there's coaching, and then there's this little line right here, which is a gap. Okay. Uh, and then you've got uh, delegating and okay. uh, supporting. These two right here are the ones that aren't done very often, coaching and supporting. Yes, definitely. And they're and they're very there's very distinct uh, items that fit into both categories. But here's the deal. Um, once you teach the employee the basics, then when you're coaching them, you're fine tuning them. Yes. To the role that they're going to have inside your organization. And once, once you have observed them and done your performance review that they're doing it the way you want, how you want, in the time frame you want, guess what? They're ready to be turned loose in your organization. Yes. Not totally, but for the most part. Right. And that, there's a, that's a chasm between the teaching side and the performance side. Once you cross this little chasm, something magical happens. Yes. Trust is developed. Yes. Because you have spent the time developing them and you've approved of the way that they have done it, they now count on you because you specifically gave your time to make them successful. Yes. Which is what leaders are supposed to do. Yes. So now you have an employee on the other side who trusts you and you trust them and your workload just got a whole lot easier. Absolutely. I see so much in that, Mr. Whitler. I also see when that happens and the culture of your organization sees the profit, they also are part of the vision. They can embrace that, which you don't see that much anymore to some, so many uh, employees, it's just a job. And they're not part of the vision right. of the company, but this produces that and ignites that, which also helps corporations. Would you agree? Or businesses? Oh, absolutely. You know, if I'm a, if I'm a supervisor, I want to get my people over onto the performing side and, and be done teaching because it's a lot less work. Number one, yes. number two, uh, they're more engaged now. And number three, because they have been through this process with you and they know what you're looking for. Yes. What I would do with this employee is I would ask them, I would say to them, now that you've been through this process with me, how can I do that better with the next one? Oh, yeah. So now I'm going to engage them. Yes. Okay. And even furthermore than that, I would say, hey, look, now that you've been through here and you understand how that's done, would you come back and help me teach the new ones that are coming in? I see that. Because you know, you know that that employee now knows the way you want things done and how you want things done. And what do we know about teachers? Yes. Teachers actually teach better than what they do. Absolutely. So when you bring this employee back over here to help work with the new ones, he's going to teach them actually better than the way he does it. Wow. So you get an entire culture of development and moving forward by just using this process. Wow, that is amazing. I remember, Mr. Whitler, I had a, when I worked in New York, I actually had a wonderful <laughs> supervisor. Her name uh, was Deborah, and she actually did this. But a lot of people 
did not admire it, but I learned so much from her that it made me want to come to work. I actually enjoyed yeah. it because I knew what I was doing and I was part of the vision and I believed in the vision. Yeah. I like that. I do have a question regarding the training though. Um, when should this be done when the employee is first hired? Uh, when you see the way they function? At what point should the leadership start this process of development? Anytime the leader and the employee are meeting for the very first time. Okay. You understand what I mean by that? Yes. It yes. could be a so I could be a leader uh, coming in from another organization to an existing workforce. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I better be really careful about how I manage that workforce because I can turn them off in a heartbeat, Absolutely. especially if they're productive. And if not, I'm going to institute this process to get them to the point where they are productive. The same applies to the employee. Whenever that employee is new to the supervisor, this process has to go through. Now, it can go through a lot quicker if the employee is, if the company knows people, knows some of the, the way business is done. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, Mr. Whitler, we're about to wrap up, but I do have a final question. How long, because I know this is important for a lot of people, how long should the training go on? A week, two weeks, a month? How okay. long should the training go on for the new employee? or CEO when they hire an employee. Right. Well, it depends on how fast they learn, how difficult the job is. There's a lot of variables that are associated with it. Right. But mainly, mainly it is the comfort level that the employee and the supervisor has. Okay. With each other. Yes. Once they've gotten to that point, then you can do it. Because uh, even though this the supporting, they're coming back in here and training, there's a bunch of other stuff, team building, uh, this is where you can work on all of those aspects. And there's a thing called the Tuckman uh, team building model, forming, storming, norming, and performing. Yeah. And that all happens over here on this side. And it's, uh, it's to develop the camaraderie inside the group. But at some point, uh, an employee is going to walk up to you and say, you know what, boss, this is a great company. I love it. Love all the donuts. Softball league is great. All that stuff is really cool. But quite frankly, I got a family. I haven't seen them and I'd like to. So if you don't mind, I'm going to do my job and I'm going to bug out all that stuff. Right. Now, a lot of them, a lot of managers get upset about that. Yes. So you don't want to be a part of the team anymore. No, no, that's not it. What he's telling you is he's telling you he's ready to be delegated to. Yes. He's ready for you to just assign him the task and let him go do it because he's already proven that he can't. Absolutely. And he's, and he's already proven to you he does it the way you want it done. Wow. So I, instead of getting mad, I'd walk over and kiss him on the forehead and say, bless you. Have fun. Here's your job. And thanks a bunch. And if you get the opportunity to come back in and, and play with the rest of the group, please do. Right. In the meantime, I would still have him mentoring new people. Right. Yes. Just because I don't, I don't want to have, as a boss, I don't want to have to do that all the time. Right. And every person you run through this. Yes takes uh, a 50% of your workload off. Wow. Which translates and it, and to it, money. And it engages. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it engages your employee, which also translates into money. Yes. Because here's the deal. A developed employee doesn't take four hours to do a job that a mature employee can do in 30 minutes. Exactly. There is your savings and there is your profit. Wow. And you, you were going to ask a question about, 
companies who don't think it's uh, profitable to train or it costs yes. too much money, yes. then, then try to be successful without it. Right. I guarantee you the people who train will eat your lunch. Yes. <laughs> Just that simple. Exactly. Well, Mr. Whitler, you have offered so much valuable information and I appreciate you and I'm sure our listeners do too. Just to recap um, quickly, if you can, can you give us major points that leaders need to start this type of process? And when you have a moment, if you don't mind, how can we contact you? So points that leaders need and then your contact information on LinkedIn or wherever you feel comfortable sharing. Okay. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you th three rules of management. Okay. And they apply across the board to everybody. Okay. Right? Yes. Rule number one, employees do what a manager wants them to do or focuses on or allows them to do. Okay. I have been in so many root causes where an employee has done something and the manager said, I never told him to do that. And I look at the manager and say, well, what did you tell them? Wow. Because that is, that's the key of getting the employee to do it. So that, that tells me whether or not they're actively engaged in doing this process yes. of developing. Yes. The second one is you will continue to get what you accept. Yes. Think about that. Yes. If you accept subpar performance, guess what you're going to continue to get? Performance. And the last one, the third one, yeah, exactly. And that's expensive. Yes. Uh, the third one is you cannot improve performance if you do not manage the performance. Okay. That's why the performance review process and understanding the box is so critical for success. Now, just because you do that doesn't mean your business is going to be success. It could be a bad business model. It could be there's you know, it's just a type of business nobody wants. I don't, I can't guarantee that. Right. But if the business is there, you have to be able to put the box and then manage that to make sure that your people are doing what you want. And you don't have to yell at them with this. You want to engage them. Okay. So go ahead. The three models yeah, well, on the third one. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, you cannot improve performance if you do not manage the performance. Yeah. You don't have to yell at employees to manage, uh, you know, um, my daughter, whenever she messed up, I would always ask her one question. I say, uh, what did you learn from that? Wow. And she would, she would look at me and go, daddy, quit yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> that, those words, her learning, because she knew she just made a mistake and she knew she should have been able to do it something different or asked me. Right. And she didn't do any of that. And my fault is I wasn't there to watch her or guide her through that process. So it really was a combination of both. Right. And when I asked her, what did you learn? I was asking myself the exact same question. What did wow. I just learn? Yes. What do I need to do? So those are the three main rules. And they apply in every industry, in every scenario. Wow. If you can't do those three, you're never going to be able to get, get cracking down the road. Wow. That is so, amazing. So on our final point, you're offering so much. There are a lot of corporations and businesses that, have major challenges that we've discussed. And there are a lot of corporations and businesses that do not know how to solve these problems. How can they contact you, Mr. Whitler, in order to have your services help them faster <laughs> than they can do it on their own? Uh, they can, I'm on LinkedIn, number one. Uh, and Great. you can also contact me at tallmanwhitler at cmileaders.com. 
Tallman Whitler at cmileader.com. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I'm sure our beamers are excited and beaming with all of this information. You're giving information that is not available these days. So Beamers, if you want to contact Mr. Whitler to help your organization, your corporation, and or your large or small entrepreneurial business to take it to the top and bypass all of these troublesome issues, contact Mr. Whitler. I am sure he will be awesome at offering you any assistance paid, of course, that you will need. Thank you so (laughs) much, Beamers. Thank you, Mr. Whitler. I look forward to to you in the future. That's a deal. Bye-bye now. (laughs) For those of you that want to maximize your career gifts and talents for yourself and or your business, feel free to contact Mr. Whitler for more information on how to take advantage of his services. Connect with him on LinkedIn at Tall Man Whitler Consulting or visit his website at cmileader.com. That's cmileader.com. Remember to print your complimentary SAM method, which stands for Systematic Approach to Management, for power steps to immediately implement on your job, business, and career. It will be listed in my show notes. Well, Beamers, that's all for today. I hope you gained valuable insight from this podcast. If you know of someone that would benefit from listening to Yala Life with Eurydice, share it with a friend. I would appreciate that. And remember to listen as you rate and review on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Just search the icon Yala Life with Eurydice. Tap my logo and scroll all the way down where you'll see rate and review. You can also listen and follow on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And remember, beam in the code. <laughs>